Welcome to Courageous Conviction. Remember that Jeff and I record each Saturday five episodes. So please hit the like button, subscribe so you catch all five episodes. We usually start out with one theme or topic. We have to go down a lot of rabbit holes to really understand it. Some things are more sensitive than others right now, what's going on in the world. So hit the, hit the like button, subscribe, and let's jump in to this video. I think it's about loving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and recognizing that he's at the head of the church. We live in times right now that, uh, you know, it seems like good moral judgment is in peril, you know, on a social level that we've never seen before. We're worried about what our children are being taught. I also think that being worried that the church is going to completely change and allow for some of these things is going to drive some people to leave the church. Do we still want to have a testimony? Do we still want to stay strong in the church? Are we going to allow um, these ideas, these worries that we've got? And, and I'm not saying they're, they're non-legitimate, of course. We don't want um, the world to change on a level to where it's unrecognizable when it comes to you know, significant moral standards. And um, there are these behaviors in society right now that seem to be growing and and there seems to be a greater allowance for things that, that we don't agree with. Um, we should still be able to have those conversations. And, you know, the infiltration in the church is a concern. But still, am I going to lose my testimony now? Because do I, do I have to look at the, the restored church suddenly stop being restored now? And it's, it's uh, you know, going into a, a state of apostasy? You know, I think a lot of people worry worry about that. And and if they're leaving the church, if they're having second guesses because they they believe one way or the other, you know. Hey, we don't we don't leave right now. This is the this is the Lord's church is being attacked from the inside. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. There is corruption inside and there's there's this effort to try to try to sure. like to try to like, you know, satisfy that and there's people in there that feel and I'm that, not saying there isn't no purpose. You know? But 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 I think that that, you know, and I come back to is the Book of Mormon true or is it not? Because if it's not, then it's a waste of race time, right? But I, I can guarantee you it is. And I can guarantee that, well, I guess I can't say I guarantee anything because I, I haven't crossed that veil yet, but I can say that the evidence of for that book is so overwhelming, right? People try to pick it apart. But remember, I've been to study, I've been to the sites, I've been to where the Book of Mormon peoples once lived. I've been under temples. Right, where I've seen temples that would date back to Book of Mormon times in these huge, massive cities, in these millions. I, I, I've spent years doing this research, and I know for a fact that book is true. Just look at what it's telling us now. You know, if you just want to walk through and go to Alma 42, like that's your jump off point. Go to Alma 42, and what is the issue of the day? Right before all the wars start. Right, Alma 43 is the war chapters, right? And it says, these are the chapters of war. Alma 42 is the whole problem that he has with his son, right? That Alma has with his younger son, Grant. I can't remember his name now exactly. But, and that whole issue was over the fact that he felt that people should not be condemned by God, right? If God loved them, right? And Alma had explained the difference between, between the law of mercy 
and the law of justice and how God has to apply that law of justice. We talked about this before, right? And then it jumps in those war chapters, right? And then first thing it's jumping in is, hey, this is what we stand up for. Right? Yeah. They're going to have the banner of liberty and you're going to have that in 46 and 48, right? And then you're going to have how we stand up for it and to the point of bloodshed. Now, obviously, I'm not calling for that. I'm not saying we're even near that. But we need to get to where our testimonies are at that we would be willing to go shed our blood if necessary to defend the kingdom of God, right? And defend our Savior, Jesus Christ. And like we talked about with the, with the Maya and the sacrifices and, you know, standing in line and watching our heart be pulled out. If we're not at that point, we need to buck up and get to that point. Now, if we're thinking about coming back, this is going to be a tough road to hoe. But understand this. If the church wasn't true, there would not be so much attacks in it, right? There would not be so much infiltration to try to destroy. Now, they've infiltrated all major religions. This was the whole, if anybody read The, the, the Naked Communist, which I highly recommend by Cleon Skousen. Again, that was written to be a BYU uh, uh, program uh, that was taken out because they thought it would cause too much division. But if we're going to talk about diversity, then why aren't we being diverse across the board? Why do we have to listen to one side and one side doesn't get the other side, right? And that seems what we're doing. We're quieting down the standards and we're just voicing up those that are less than standard. And I hate to put it that way, but that's the facts, right? And I think it's going to be a challenge for a lot of people, Jeff. It really is going to be. But I, I'm going to just say, bear my testimony and just say that, look, the grass is not going to be in the green. No matter what the church is going to go through right now, we're going to have to really, really, really build a relationship with the Holy Ghost. We have to do our own research and studies. We can't just sit there and be listen, listen to leaders now anymore because the, some of them are not going to understand this correctly. They're going to take it wrongly. We're going to have to do our own research and get our own understandings and make choices. That's what we came here for, Jeff. We came here to make choices, not to be, not to follow. If we want to follow. Why don't we just follow Satan's plan? That was easy, cut and dry, right? Just follow. Well, I guess to some degree, we do follow, we do obey commands, but those commands, more importantly, are the ones that are given to us by the Holy Ghost, right? Now, I'm not talking about we go against any church policies. We can have revelation for the church. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for our personal selves, our personal life, we need to figure out what our purpose is here on earth and fulfill that measure. And that means, hey, what I'm going to focus on right now, I'm going to have a hard time going to church around this environment. It's going to be tough for me. That's why I want to move to a red state where I've got, I'm more around people like-minded. Not that I'm an echo chamber. I just want to be around better influence. I want to be around a different standard. I don't want to be in a blue state. I don't like these. I don't like blue state standards. I don't think they have a standard, right? You know, and Marxism doesn't have standards. You know that. And that's where it's going to go. It's going to try to push it there. And I don't want my kids getting caught up in this. I've already lost two. Sorry, right? And so I, I'm taking that stance. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to be kind or loving, right? I shouldn't say kind. I hate that word now. <laughs> courteous. I'll be courteous, right? And loving in a way that just, hey, you know, I'm here. If you ever want to talk about it or you want to just try to get out of this, I'll help you. And that's how people came back to me. That's how that's how Bishop Petey came to us, right? You have to make the change. But he let me out there a year, didn't come back again, right? You have to make that change in your own, Eric. And when you're willing to, I'll help you back. So we're, we're going to need to do that again, I think. And, and, it's going to be tough, Jeff, but we got, we got to hold on to it. And anybody wants to come back to church, it's going to be a tough time to come back. But you're not coming back for them. You're coming back for you and your personal relationship with the Heavenly Father. And that's what we need to focus on. Yeah, I think the, there's been a lot of people that have left the church, both on the right and on the left, because they were divided. And I think that is pushing people away from all churches, you know. But we've seen significant in Alaska 
uh, and here in, in New Mexico and, you know, I'm sure all over the world, we've had situations, especially in the U.S., where wards have been, you know, um, put together, you know, they've taken two wards and made one. Uh, and, you know, that's happened more than once. Um, and that's because, you know, church membership right now, people are divided. I think that that is a scary situation to be in for all, all of us, because we don't want to lose, you know, um, that church membership. When I got up and bore my testimony the other day, you know, I looked down and I saw that our pews were pretty, you know, I, I see half of the pews filled and sparsed out. That looked pretty good the other day. You know, it didn't used to be like that. It was full pews, you know, and, um, and, 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 and you have to open up the cultural hall and, and had chairs back there, you know, sometimes. Um, but, you know, we're experiencing this different thing in a, in, in a, in a, in a different world right now. We need, uh, because people are leaving the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're leaving Jesus Christ altogether. Um, well, these are those times where our testimonies, our, our hearts will fail us. We're, we're in those times. That we're, so we, and, and that was foreseen. You know, are we going to lose our testimony? Because, hey, you know, it looks like the church is making concessions to transgenders or to the LGBT, t, uh, b, the LGBTQ community. It's hard for me to get all that out. It keeps growing. Um, yeah, you know, that's where I stop, you know, and, and, um, but, you know, and kind of like Jordan Peterson, I'm, nobody's going to force me to say or call somebody by their preferred pronouns. If if I want to do that, that might be a different situation. I don't know. I haven't um, been asked, you know, to refer to somebody with pronouns um, or not. But, I, you know, I may or may not. You know, I, I just don't want to be forced into it. Um, I, I think I I like to be respectful to others, you know whether they're inside or outside of the church. If, if, um, if I can do that and extend a little more love to somebody. Next day, love lying to them. <laughs> lying to them, tell them what they want to hear. It's extending love. See, I have a problem with that part, right? Yeah. We won't go into that right now because our time, our times are already up. Yeah. I actually no, I have think... to get back to my real job. Yeah. Yeah. I got things to do as well. Hey, before we go though, Jeff, don't, don't, was... don't leave Jesus Christ. That's the main thing. And, and that is the main thing. And, 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 and hold on to that Book of Mormon. This is going to be the rod of iron, I feel, you know, mm -hmm. because, because, it you know, is. we've always said before, well, we said the doctrine, but the doctrine is going to appear as if it's changing, right? And it's, no, it's not. So the Book of Mormon is going to be the constant. And the whole Book of Mormon, cover to cover, not pieces of it. We can't, we hey, can't pick and choose what we like. I like, like. I like the wars, you know, Captain Moroni. And I don't think that uh, we should disregard any of that. I, I love the fact that the, that the Lamanites, you know, when the Gadian robbers were start, starting to take hold, they would go out and hunt them. And kill them. You know, I have no problem with Nephi chopping off Laban's head. You know, it's it's it, there. Are, there's areas in the book that's violent. We live in a violent world. Um, compensating for that violence, I I believe that we have to become very devout members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Um, but it doesn't Jim, mean we're not but, the, but, rock, the Porter Rockwell type. You know. I think I think though this would be a good topic maybe for next week. Let's go off of what President Nelson just, just said last week. Yeah, he, he right. kind of recorded a video at his house it looked like a little like two minute video. And he kind of made just, we'll, we'll take just to make that it. point. Yeah, yeah, just to make that point. And I like for him to go down that rabbit hole and unpack that because you know he, he's been a man who's lived through hundred years, he's seen all the wars, right? So he's very much, very much anti war, right? And 
but I, unfortunately, I think that that opinion of his there on we just bypass the war chapters because you know, that and that's what we we're talking about before about why I don't like the manual because it's kind of got opinion to it, and I want to go with the spirit on it, right? And I think that that's something that look the people that we're going to stand and the prophecy is it would not be the first presidency that would take a stand to defend the constitution. It wouldn't be. They would come on later. It's going to be the members. It's going to be other politicians. It's going to be other church leaders, ironically, according to Brigham Young, right? That are going to stand up to defend the Constitution and that agency. And if we don't have the Constitution, we don't have that agency. We take away that First Amendment. We, in one generation, would not know who Jesus Christ is. Our grandchildren could be completely eliminated from access to their Savior and religious freedom. Right? And, and we, I think we maybe we can go down that rabbit hole another next week or the week after. Before we close, though, Jeff, I want to go down another rabbit hole. Things are getting tough out there. The CDBC, I want to talk about that stuff, too, later. But I want to talk about this right here. This, is it, is it coming out there? Can be seen there? Kind of not yeah. going good because, like, back up. This is a gold bill. It's called a gold oh. back, right? They're easy to buy. They're like $4. Some place to put people to, to be able to hedge themselves, you know, with the CDBC coming, with the dollar being weakened by the BRICS nations now and only growing in that aspect. And these are things that offer us the hope of coming coming out of all this. You know, we have all this coming down in the church. We have all this stuff around us coming down to take our freedoms away. And that's what all this movement is about. It's all about taking away our agency. The same war we fought in the pre-existence we're fighting right now. These are the same battles we had. It's not anything different. Satan's taking the same stance he took. Now it's his last battle. So it's bringing it on. He's put in his best players. And we're going to have to just adjust to this and go with this and stay faithful to our Savior and not abandon him right now. And and that's where I'm going to do. I might not like things. I teach my kids. I'll talk, talk to them. If I feel I need to move so I get to my, my children a better better ward, better example, I'm going to do that. And you're not going to call me some ite because I don't like that. And then we get back to these ites again, right? It's funny, back in days two. You know, we're talking about the Book of Mormon. Everybody was put into ites, right? And we're putting these ites again. If you don't accept this, there's some sort of a of a of a, a phobia, right? Some sort of a that's the whole idea of the ites I'm talking about. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's principle, principle based. And we made those judgments, not condemning, but we got to make those judgments, right? And that's why I got to make judgments what's best for me and my family. You need to make judgments what's best for you and your family. Other people make judgments that maybe they don't care. It doesn't bother them. It does me because okay. I've seen the effects, right? And so. I think you're going to see grouping going on. I think this is going to force the gathering even more so under the tent, right? Into those red states because people want to be around like-mindedness. I want to be around that. I came back to that. That solidness that was once in the church that we're not finding right now. But I promise that we'll be there again. Yeah. I know we will. It'll be there again. That solidity will be there again. That, that consistency will be there again. Right now, there's just a lot of banding going on. And the church can only go so far. And the Lord will pull it back. So we have to just go with it, you know, let them make those decisions. I don't agree with it. I think that they're making some mistakes. Maybe it's not well thought out. Um, but then again, that's me. Who am I to make decisions for the church? But I can make decisions for my family, and that's what I'm going to do. And I'll do those in a loving way, but I'm also going to be very honest with my children, right? I don't want them to get caught up in the confusion because the schools are trying to do that already. Society is doing that already. And the children of these people are going to do that too because a lot of them are going to try to justify their parents, right? And so they'll defend their parents. Yeah. So you go to school, my daddy's better than yours. Yeah, well, yeah, well, my mommies are better than your daddy. You know, it's like, it's going to come to this now. Really tough for kids, too. It's a really tough situation that we're, you know, it looks like we're condoning it. These children are going to grow up confused. That's why the church before was always kind of on discouraged interracial marriages, right? Especially between extreme races, because how the children grow up, which culture, 
And now they've kind of backed off on that, but it's still a confusion because that's still there. Yeah. So anyway, we just have to just, we're going to have to get through it. This is where faith comes in now. Now is a trial of our faith, right? Yeah. Is this right, true or not? People's true? heart will fail them. You know, that's what we've been told in the last It's easier days. to do it that way. It's easier to run. It's easier to cut and run. We tried it, right? But yeah. it is not any better. It's not a better life. And Jeff and I can both testify to that. It's an empty life leaving the church. Give us our closing, Jeff. Well, you know, there's differences right now all over the world. And I think if these differences are going to continue um, in driving a wedge between people, uh, things aren't going to get better. And we have to be able to take a stand as well. You know, we have to be able to voice our opinion. And there are some things that we have to fight for. Um, we have to choose our battles. I think this is just one of those things that... Um, Let the Spirit choose our battles, right? Yeah. More, more than anything else right now, we have to be connected to the, to the Holy Ghost and allow for that Spirit to communicate to us the will of the Father, and we'll come through it. We'll be fine. You know? Amen. Courageous conviction. We thank you for being with us. Remember, we produce many episodes. This will probably have probably six episodes to it, the time frame it looks like, six or seven. So follow us. Look for each episode each week. We talk about talk about a theme, go down these rabbit holes, subscribe, like, and we'll see you next Saturday.